You're listening to The Passion Design Project. On this podcast, you'll hear interviews with people who are impacting the world in big and small ways with a focus on nutrition and fitness, unique business strategies, and global outreach. The guests on this podcast will provide you with creative ideas on how to feel your best, utilize your gifts and talents, and ultimately live the life you're meant to live to create a lasting impact on the world. Now let's get started on creating a life you're passionate about. Hi, and welcome to the Fashion Design Project. I'm your host, Haley Badenhop, and today I wanted to talk with you about all of the behind the scenes tech stuff that I use to run my online business or businesses, I should say. I've got the podcast and then I've also got my art. So they kind of require two different things, but I try to use a lot of the same. So some of these things will pertain to you. If you're creative, you're definitely going to want to hear this. Um, I went through a long time of trying to figure out everything I needed and what little pieces worked together to make this perfect online business. And the tough thing is, Some things work well for some people and other things work better for others. But there are a few key things that you should put in place if you are going to have an online business. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. So I'm going to run down my list from most expensive to least expensive. These are all monthly expenses that I pay which on one note should make you feel really good about charging the prices you do because after I look at how many monthly expenses I have to run my own business, I do not feel bad about charging for my art or charging for anything that I put a price tag on. So that's one thing. But also I think a lot of people don't realize how much monthly expenses go into running a business and just the little ones can definitely add up each month. So I'm gonna run down through these and hopefully you're familiar with some of them Um, At the end, I'm going to get to the free ones, which you should definitely utilize these free ones. They're great. But also some of the pricey ones are really important as well and can make your business so much better than it already is. Okay, so let's get started. All right, so starting at the beginning, my highest monthly fee is actually my newest fee. I just started using this this month. It costs $99 a month, and the name is Teachable. So Teachable is an online course platform where basically you can make a course just like you would be teaching anything in a classroom, but you make an online course and then you make it available to people to buy online. So for me, this was really great because I've been doing in-person classes for the past year and I thought, hey, why don't I bring this online? Because it just makes sense to allow more people to uh, be able to do it instead of just having to be in the location that I'm in. So that may sound like a high monthly fee, but actually their business plan is to have most of their courses priced for over $100. So at the end of the day, as long as you're selling your course, you're making that money back each month. And that's the total goal. And I actually love that goal because it makes me want to make better programs. And then it makes the people who buy it actually invest their time instead of buying maybe a $5 program. And soon I actually want to do a whole episode on how I launched my first course just in case any of you guys have an idea that you think would actually make a really good course online. Most things are super teachable, just like the name says. So think about that. All right, so next, I have one that I can't really live without, and that is Adobe Suite, and it runs at $52.99 a month. So the Adobe Suite, you used to buy it 
in CD forms, and it was pretty pricey. I think the last time I got it was in college, so you got the student discount because after that, they made it just an online fee, which makes more sense because it gets updated period- periodically. And so instead of buying all new CDs, you just pay this monthly fee to get it updated and stay relevant. And you get the entire package. You can, of course, just get maybe you only use Photoshop. You could just buy Photoshop. Um, The Adobe Suite includes a lot of things. The ones I use are InDesign, Photoshop, and Illustrator. And if you don't know what those are, it kind of depends what industry you're in. Photoshop, tons of photographers are going to use. Illustrator, I used it a ton when I did fashion design, but it's more like if you wanted to create t-shirt graphics, you would use that. And then InDesign is really good for making like PDFs and books and things that are readable, eBooks or something like that. So those are the three I use. I also use Lightroom on my phone, which is their photo editing platform. And that works. It's my favorite. So it works awesome. But of course, unless you're in the art business, you probably don't want to throw down for this. Um, When we get to the free stuff, I'll give some free alternatives to stuff that's offered there. But you can't really get an alternative to like Illustrator and all of the things that Photoshop can do um, and what it can do in general. Okay, so next, the next fee is Shopify, and that's $29 a month. So Shopify is what I sell all my art on. I used to just have a plain website. So if you know the website design world, you can make a website using your own domain name, which is like HaleyBadenHop.com. And then you can either make it with WordPress or maybe you've heard of Wix or Weebly or Squarespace or Shopify. Shopify is one of those. So not all of those are e-commerce platforms. And by that, you people can buy things from you on the website. Um, but Shopify is an e-commerce platform. So I changed from just a regular WordPress website to Shopify when I started wanting to sell my stuff online. So you can get around this by just having a regular website and maybe putting a PayPal link on it and people can just buy stuff from you using a PayPal link. But I wanted mine to look really professional and really easy. And Shopify is so, so easy to use, especially for my live events that I put on. I can just make a link. Everyone's payment goes through there. They can either use a credit card or PayPal and it tracks all of the analytics as well. So I don't have to get on Google Analytics. I can just look at Shopify's analytics to see who's buying what and how old they are and where they're from and everything like that. So if you are selling creative stuff online and you're actually serious about it and you don't wanna use a third-party platform like Etsy or something, then you should look into Shopify. After that, at the same price, $29, is ConvertKit CRM. So If you're just beginning, you probably don't care about this too much, although you should. A CRM is basically an email platform. So if you've ever gotten an email from me, it came from this ConvertKit CRM, which just means that it's a website that I get on to write all of my emails. So basically, instead of getting on Gmail to write everyone an email, I get on this platform. It saves everyone's emails, and then I can do everything from just sending out one email blast to making an entire, uh, call it a funnel, where I can have one sent today. If you 
click on something, then it maybe it sends you a different email tomorrow. If you click something different, it'll send you a different email five days later. And so it works like that. And it also works very well with a lot of other websites that you might use. For example, Teachable, like that course platform I told you about. I hooked up this convert kit to Teachable. And then when people buy something for te- from Teachable, ConvertKit knows, and then they can send them corresponding emails to make them feel welcome, to ask them if they need anything, everything that I set up on there. So it's all connected. And instead of just somebody buying something, like buying my course and then kind of being in the dark, they feel like they're very welcomed because I have this whole email sequence that they're receiving after they purchase. So an email platform is super, super important. Many people start with MailChimp, and I actually started with MailChimp right away just so I could have an email list. So first of all, make sure you have an email list. If you don't have one, do anything to get an email list. MailChimp is free until you have a 1,000 subscribers, which is great. However, I found it a little bit hard to use, and once I found ConvertKit, I just loved them so much. They specialize in bloggers and podcasters and um, I feel like creatives too. And some people that I really admired in the industry were using it. So I went to it. I ended up going to their conference in Boise and it was just fantastic. And I love them. It's simple to use and I would definitely recommend it if you're serious about growing your list and you want to grow your list because you want to sell things. Okay, so after that we have, so this one's a yearly fee. I pay yearly because it's cheaper to pay yearly. All of these could really be yearly fees. Um, I'm paying them monthly, but hey, maybe someday I'll change to paying them all yearly and that would be great. Um, So website hosting and my domain names. So to have your website go live on the internet, you need to have hosting. So my hosting account is a big one because I have multiple websites. Although, since I changed my one website to Shopify, that fee that Shopify uses is actually a fee to have their hosting as well. So I wouldn't need a separate hosting account, except I have my podcast website and I need to have that hosted. So that hosting takes care of that. And then the domain names are approximately $15 a year or so for each of mine. So that's simple. Website hosting is kind of confusing and I actually really dislike getting on the hosting page and I don't really understand it very much. So I try to do as little with that as possible, but I have heard there's easier ones than others. I use HostGator, but I've heard there's some better ones out there that might be more easy to use. So it's up to you to do that research. After that, at 1071 is QuickBooks. So I use QuickBooks to do all of my accounting for me. Um, It's great because I can get on at any time. It has all of my transactions on there. It shows how much is on my credit card, how much is in my bank, how much is in my PayPal. And it shows me what income's coming in. It gives me graphs of everything. And then it also lets me take photos of all my receipts and attach them to all the payments so that I don't have to keep a whole bunch of receipts, which I did a few years back. I just had so many receipts. And then I found QuickBooks. And at the end of the year, it made everything such a breeze. It was amazing. I just had to make sure I stay up on reviewing all of my transactions because 
as I go throughout the year, I review the transactions and I put them in categories of what type of expense it was. That way, at the end of the year, I have these detailed spreadsheets of everything that I bought. And then whether you do your taxes yourself or you take them to an accountant, they are very happy with you. So look into QuickBooks. It's only 10 bucks and it saves you so much time and energy at the end of the year. And it's good to see what your expenses are. I mean, I could never go without it anymore. And then about the same price at $9.99 is Dropbox. So Dropbox is probably, you know what it is, but it's a storage, online storage. And there's also iCloud. I've always used Dropbox because some of the companies I worked with use Dropbox and I knew how to use it. I love it. The reason I love it the most is, well, there's two reasons. The first is because it automatically downloads all my photos from my phone onto Dropbox and then stores them there because there's so much more storage on it than my phone. So I can delete all my pictures from my phone and then just get on the Dropbox app and all my photos are there. So that's amazing. And then second, I love it because all of my computer files are also on my Dropbox app on my phone. So say I just made... Um, a picture on Photoshop, I edited a photo or else I did some artwork and then I want to share it on social media so I can get on my phone, just hop on Dropbox, download that file that I just had to do on my computer and then I can share it on social media. So it's just this really easy way to link my different devices and has tons of storage. So Dropbox for sure. If you don't have online storage, get online storage. And then figure out how it works so you actually know where your stuff is going. (laughs) Um, After that is a HostGator email. So what that is, it's my hosting site. I had to go through my hosting site to get a specified Gmail. So I think you can probably do this easier or through. It depends on your website which you use, like I host my own website for Passion Design Project, but I wanted an email that people could email at passiondesignproject.com. And so I had to go through that. If you do that, it's a Gmail add-on and it's $5 a month, which is kind of annoying. I think it used to be free and now it's $5 a month. But you know what? Sometimes you just have to suck it up. (laughs) So that's that. And then let's see, after that is... Well, there's Etsy. So I occasionally put some things on Etsy. If you're a creative, you're probably going to be putting a lot on Etsy if you don't use your own website. Um, But the stuff is, it's so cheap to put your stuff on Etsy. It's just like pennies to post. Um, Of course, it's going to cost more if you're going to advertise it, which I would suggest doing because I've heard it works really well. But I just like to have some things on there just for fun. If I get serious about it, I'm sure my costs will go up. But right now, they're probably at under $5 a month. And I have just a few things on there. And then there's PayPal fees. So this really depends on your sales. Um, if people are paying through PayPal, PayPal's going to take a fee. And I've never had really big PayPal fees because I haven't sold like really big things through PayPal Usually my fees go to Shopify because Shopify, my website takes the fees, but somebody did pay me over a hundred or over $500 in PayPal recently. And there was probably, what was it? I don't know, maybe a $40 fee taken out. So it can definitely add up if you don't watch it. So you have to remember to add that into your costs when you're putting something for sale. You have to remember that PayPal is going to take a fee. And so I put that on there, but you don't really know how much the fee is going to be because it depends on your sales, but it is going to be an expense for an online thing. And, but PayPal is great. I mean, it's so nice that 
you can just have use PayPal for free and it just takes, you know, that little fee. Okay, so now we're at the free ones. Yay, free stuff. So after we spend all that money, we get to use a few more free things. Um, the first free thing I want to talk about is called Calendly. Not, I don't even know how to like explain this. It's such a weird word, I think. Calendly, like C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y. Personally, I think it's so strange that they call their company this. It's like a, it's an online calendar, but I just think Calendly is a little too much. But regardless, I do use it. <laughs> I use their free plan. Their free plan lets you, so what this is, is it's a scheduler. So say I want to have somebody on my podcast and I don't want to have a million emails back and forth of what day works for you. Oh, how about two? How about 2.30? How about 2.15? I want to just send them a link and then they can just push a button. I set up all of my free dates and then they can see whenever I'm free and then they push it. And then an email is sent to both of us with the time and any other information that I need to know. So that's great. They allow you to do, I think, one thing. Like say you had a podcast, but then you also wanted to have like a, a bunch of different meetings as well. And you want to have a bunch of different choices they can do. I think that's their paid plan. But for me, I just need it for one thing. That's their free plan. I like it. Next, this one is an alternative to using Adobe Suite, and this is called Canva. Most likely, you have used this if you're in the online space. I kind of stayed away from it for a while because I was like, well, I have Photoshop. Why do I need it? But then I realized Canva has a million templates that you can use to make anything from a Facebook header to uh, an Instagram post to a flyer to anything and they have all these photos and everything you really need. It just makes it really easy. And I can do things really quickly on Canva and it's free. So it's crazy not to use it. So if you don't have Photoshop, use Canva. It's amazing. And then another one to go with that is Visco, um, V-S-C-O. And that is a photo editing app. So I said I use Lightroom to photo edit. But before that, I also use Visco and Snapseed. And then I think you can also use Photoshop Express. And those are all free photo editing apps. And honestly, you don't need a paid one. Like, they're all amazing. Although Visco can be kind of, um, you can kind of get obsessed with it because you can buy different filters and you're like, ooh, it's kind of fun. So there's that. <laughs> Then we have a couple Google things that are free, unlike my Google email, but definitely you should be on Google Analytics. If you aren't on Google Analytics, get on there right now if you have a website. It's so easy, you just had to set it up one time. Even if you don't know how to look at it and how to see what your analytics are, it doesn't matter. Just at least get on there so you have, it starts to populate things about your website. So what it will tell you is where your where the people on your website are looking from. Are they using a mobile device? Are they from this country? Are they ages so-and-so? Um, how long did they spend on this webpage? What's your most popular webpage on your website? Why? Where are people coming from? Are they finding you on Google or are they finding you on Facebook? Just anything like that. Anything that helps you market a little bit better. This helps you with. So, to set it up, just go to, I think it's analytics.google.com or just type in Google Analytics. You'll obviously get there. All you have to do really is put in your name, your website. If you have a Gmail account, it makes it really easy. Your name, your website, and then it basically gives you a certain number. I think it usually starts with UA dash blah, blah, blah. 
Um, and then you put that number on the back end of your website. And voila, all of a sudden your website knows to find this little trail of the number and send all of this stuff to Google Analytics where you can look at it. And if you don't want to look at it, you can find a techie friend that will help you look at it and tell you what it all means, which is what I do. Okay, and then also there's Google Calendar. You guys probably all have your own calendars that you like to use. Totally understandable. I try to use my Google Calendar and I'm really bad at it. Um, I go back and forth from wanting to use a paper calendar to an online calendar. I travel so much that I really should have a really solid online calendar. And gosh, I just can't keep it up to date. <sighs> it's tough stuff, you guys. Um, but if you are a little more streamlined and type A than I am, then you will crush it with Google Calendar. And it's great because I love it because you can color code things. And so on the app, it looks really great when you can just color code all of the things that you have to get done. So it's really nice to use and you should probably be using it and I should probably be using it. Another thing that you can also use that's very similar, and I like this a lot too, but I'm just not as great as it at it as I want to be, just like Google Calendar, but it's called Asana. It's um, a workflow program, so it's really good for teams because you can share knowledge between people and get things done, get tasks done, but I like it for me and my own team, which is me, <laughs> and so I organize all of my tasks. So basically on this platform I can get on and I have things organized by my art stuff and then I have things organized by my podcast stuff and then just like life and travels in general and then within those I have these sub points of okay say for my art this month I'm doing some watercolors and then I'm doing some line art so I can separate those two into different things and then I can under those separate what am I doing for myself and what am I doing for commissions and then I could do another bullet point and be like, how am I marketing this? And then you go under all those and then you can put a lot more information in and um, attach team members to certain tasks. And then it sends them emails to finish the certain tasks. So it's really nice to keep a lot of thoughts organized in one place as long as you keep up on it. And I actually have really enjoyed it when I've used it. Sometimes I just crank things out too fast. And then by the time I write it down, I'm done. <laughs> so it's good, but it also requires some work to stay on top of. But I do think it's really important to stay organized like that, especially when you're running your own business. So then one more, this could have went along with Etsy. This one's free too. It's Society6. And I have some things like some artwork on there and it's great because it allows you to create a free basically website of your artwork and then sell it and get a percentage of the sales. So the way it works is you're putting your website up there and by website, I just mean it's kind of your name. So people go on Society6, they search your name, they see all of your stuff, and then they can buy maybe a mug or a t-shirt or something like that with your stuff on it. The thing is, you're not going to get the full value of what it was because they're doing everything from hosting it to making it. So say the mug sells for $15, you might get well, you can put however much you want to get percentage wise, but it's got to be more than their cost. So say their cost is $13.50, you'll get $1.50 from the sale. Or you can set your mug to be $30 and you'll get $15 or like $16.50 from the sale. But you're also comparing your artwork to everybody else on there who's selling for $15 a mug. 
So it's tough because it doesn't work super well to make your stuff look exclusive. And unless you have a really big following and are getting tons of sales so that you can rack up those $1.50s, then it's not going to make you a ton of money, but it is nice. I love to use it because I can, if somebody wants a t-shirt, like maybe it won't make me that much money, but I can definitely offer it to them. Or usually I use it for myself. Like if I want a notebook with my art on it and I just want one, I can buy it easily. And they're always having sales, which is really cool too. And they're getting more stuff all the time. So I really like them. Okay, I think that just went through all of the stuff that I use. It sounds like crazy, right? And it's taken me so long to build up to this point of realizing everything that I need to use. And every time I listen to somebody and they tell me a different thing they use, I freak out a little bit because I'm like, are you serious? I feel like I use so many things already. And mastering all these things takes time. Um, So don't feel bad if you don't, if you totally don't understand some of this stuff. It all really takes time to understand. I've spent this entire month teaching myself this Teachable website I was telling you about. But I've been making websites since, I think I made my first one in 2009. My first HaleyBadenHop.com. It was just a portfolio website. And somebody taught me how to do it. So website stuff takes long and it's gotten so much easier than it used to be. So be thankful for that, but also take advantage of all of these free things that I talked about because they'll make such a difference in what your site looks like and um, how you can sell your stuff or how you can put yourself out there and then slowly trickle into these ones that have monthly costs because some of them are super important to have. Others are kind of more of a luxury that you might need or you might just want to make things easier. So on that note, there's a couple things I'm looking into and these things are just things that would make things easier for me. So right now I don't think I need to add anything that I must have But I would like a podcast virtual assistant, which would basically mean that after I recorded this episode, I would just drop it in my Dropbox folder and then it would send to them and they would do everything because after I record this, I have to put it on my computer. I have to optimize it in GarageBand and put the intro and the X, what's it called? Extra, outro, outro, outro on it and then save it. And then I have to put it through all phonics to make sure that the noise volume is okay. And then I have to put it into iTunes and make sure it's got all of the tags and everything on it. And then I have to put it on my audio hosting site, SoundCloud. Oh, that's another fee. I didn't even mention it. Um, That's a yearly fee I paid, SoundCloud. That's for podcasting though. And put it on there. And then I can go over to my website and then I have to transfer it onto my website. And then I have to write a little blog post about it. And then I have to make sure the person knows that it's going to go live the next week. So it's a lot of work after (laughs) it's not just recording. So I would love somebody to do that because that stuff, it doesn't have to be me. Like none of that I have a special touch with, or it can only be me. You know, I have to touch it. Like somebody else could do that probably a million times better than me also or faster um, because it's just simple work. So I'd like that. You can actually get VAs for probably like even down to five to $10 an hour, to be honest. It depends. Like if you're okay with working with somebody overseas, which there's amazing people, um, you can pay as little as that. And then if you want to get like a VA that's in the States, it's obviously going to be a little bit more. Depends on cost of living. 
Um, so that's definitely something I should look into. <laughs> and then another thing I'm looking into is a Pinterest automator, which there's Tailwind and Board Booster, and I kind of go back and forth if I want to use them just because I feel like Pinterest is super important for advertising uh, anything in the creative space, and I should definitely be spending a lot of time there. So right now, I just try to jump on each day and post some pins, but if I was smart, I would automate it so I only had to jump on maybe once a month, and then everything would post for me for that entire month. Um, if I did Tailwind, it would be a $9.99 or $9.99 a month. So those are a couple I'm looking into, and then I just wanted to point out a couple others other costs that you should remember that you have to pay monthly. And that's just one office rent, whether that's at home or renting out an office space. Two, you have to think about your utilities because everywhere you are, there's going to be a utility price. Three, you have to think about health insurance. If you're working for yourself, you have to pay your own health insurance. Uh, super fun. I've paid my own health insurance since I got off my parents' insurance just because since then I've always been doing freelance. And even when I worked at a company of fashion design, I was still as basically operating as a freelancer or whatever they call that. Um, I forget what the exact name is, but I've always had my own health insurance. So people find it kind of crazy, but I don't think it's as it's very normal to me. And I think it's just different to people who have expected to always have, you know, work where they pay your health insurance. But hey, by all means, I would love for someone to pay my health insurance. <laughs> Luckily, I stay pretty healthy. Um, next is internet. You got to pay for internet if you want it. And hopefully fast internet. Um, and along those lines, hopefully a fast computer too. I just got my computer upgraded recently because I was, I got the, so I got the, my Mac, like maybe it's been three years ago now, two or three years ago, brand new. And from the very beginning, it was just so slow. And I think it's because it doesn't calculate into having these creative programs on it. So I put the Adobe suite on, which means I'm using all of these creative programs and it's taking um, a lot of memory and whatever. I don't even know the computer speak, but it was just slow from the beginning and I couldn't believe it because I spent so much to get this new computer. I thought it was gonna be life-changing and instead it just made me so irritated and I used it for a long time, just waiting, waiting, waiting. And then recently I had a friend who does computer stuff and he was like, bring it into my office and we'll fix that because it shouldn't be like that. I took it in and yes, it was a little pricey. It actually cost me about a fourth of what the computer costs to buy. However, it has made my life so much better. It is worth it times a million. So if you have a slow computer, get it upgraded because it makes everything better. It just makes your life better, I promise. Okay, so there's that. That was just a little tangent. Um, and then also phone, of course, there's a phone bill. And then there's also a couple things that I just wanted to remind you of when you do have a business. One, you want to have savings. You want to start saving. You definitely want to have that $1,000 buffer that everybody tells you to have just in your savings account for anything that goes wrong. Um, but savings in general, you should always be trying to save monthly at least a little bit. Don't just spend all the money on these expenses. Think about saving. And then secondly, I also contribute monthly to my Roth IRA, which is so important. 
um, to get something like that going. If you work in an office, I'm sure you have a an IRA that the, or a 401k that the company has you in. But if you don't, then really look into getting a Roth IRA. I use Betterment. It's an online platform. It's fantastic. I love it. it just takes out my money each month and then tells me when I make money. And it's so it's so great. I love it. So I'm so happy that I did that. I did it after going to a money conference one time. And the earlier you do it, the better. If you're 20, do it now. Okay. So that is it. I probably didn't even touch on everything and all the expenses. There's obviously more expenses, but those are the main ones that are tech-based. And if you have an online business, you should be thinking about a little bit. And of course, you might not need all of them, but as you can see in my business, podcasting and art, um, they're very important. So let me know over on Facebook what you use. If you use anything different than the things I said, or if you don't understand what I said and why I would ever need that, because that's happened to me before too, where people have told me like, oh, you really need this platform. And I'm like, why? I don't understand why I would ever need that. So if you have any questions like that, go over to Passion Design Project over on Facebook and let me know because I would love to hear and I'd love to help. Otherwise, please subscribe. Please leave a review. I'd love to see them. And then I just hope you're having the best day ever. I will see you guys soon. 